Philadelphia leading by 9, 58 to 49. They're minus 125 on the money line. Boston minus 105. Over under exactly where it started. 212 and a half. In the MLB, Guardians defeat the Tigers 2-0. Rockies win 10-1 on the Pirates. Orioles 4-2 right now up on the Rays. Mets trying to make a little bit of a comeback as they trail 7-3. Phillies up 4-2 over Toronto. Yankees 7-2 over the Athletics. Braves 7-1 over the Red Sox. Cardinals 4-3 over the Cubs. 1-1 game Padres-Twins. Dodgers 4-0 over the Brewers. And the Carolina Hurricanes, Sean, another one. Tell them. 6-1. 6-1. Another one. (laughs) If If only every bet was this easy, it'd be amazing. Man, they were plus 240 at one time. Now they're up 6-1. to one. So what do you think? That's I mean, why, do you like – go ahead. I like your advice. You keep telling us, wait, like get a little bit of a feel for it, bet it live, and we were talking, all right, and then they get down 1-0 to zero early, and we don't get nervous at all. You lay down, you double down, and then all of a sudden it's 1-1, to one, and it's 2-1, to one, and we bring on a guest, and it's 3-1, to one, and 4-1, to one, and 5-1. to one. <laughs> Bro, now it's 6-1. to one. This thing might end up 10-1 to one by the end of it. I'm feeling pretty good about that, man. I mean, six to one. So we'll see what happens in Dallas and Seattle. Again, my theory, underdog wins every night in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Maybe we'll get both. Maybe Seattle will win too. But I do like Dallas. I like that under as well uh, at five and a half. So we will see what happens in that game. But, Sean, let's continue to talk about the NBA here and the Eastern Conference market. Um, I I mean, let's start with, We think the Heat are going to beat the Knicks. They're up 3-1 in the series. We both like the Heat to win Game 5, so we think it's going to be over tomorrow. After the first half, though, of Philadelphia and Boston, you were saying off-air that you kind of like Philadelphia to get the job done here and win this game. So do you still think even if Boston loses tonight, they come back and win the series? Or do you kind of think that Philadelphia now might make the Eastern Conference Final? Well, based on this one half of information that I have, I think I had to take a 180 from where I was, you know, an hour and 45 minutes ago when we started this show. If you're going to give me Philly right now, and I don't have to pay too high of a tax, minus 125, that sounds pretty good to me for a team that this hasn't been a fluke first half. It's not like they've just had crazy points from some guy knocking down a lot of threes. In fact, they've gotten it from a lot of different guys. They have four PJ different guys right now in double figures, and it's just halftime. So I expect the same thing in the second half. And if Philly pulls it off, man, we kept talking about heading into this playoffs. We were talking about the Milwaukee Bucks, right? We were talking about the Celtics. We were talking about maybe Golden State out west. Some people were talking about Memphis. Dude, here we are. And if somehow Philly pulls this off, then it is really anybody's. At that point, you can convince me to put that money on the Miami Heat at 18-1. to 1. You can convince me that the Lakers really are the team to beat. If Philly wins this game tonight against Boston, it completely shakes things up. Oh, man. So just play the game with me for a little bit. If Philadelphia does sure. win this series against against Miami and, or against Boston and they play Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals, what do we think that opening series line is between Philadelphia and Miami? Do we think Philly's like minus 140? Do we think they're minus 160? Like, what do you think Philadelphia would be favored? I don't think that the number's that big. I'm not saying it shouldn't be, but I don't think it is. I think that maybe it's something like minus 130 to win the series, maybe as high as 140 because 
if we're right and Miami wins tomorrow and they take care of them in five and Miami look really good against the Bucs in the first round series, if we were kind of just recalibrating here and now that we've mm-hmm. made it our, you know, we're, we're talking about what's next, which is the conference finals, who's been better in the playoffs than the Miami Heat? Not only have they played the best and they've played without Tyler Hero, but when you start to break it down and you look at the next series, how many times do we have to say it? They've got the best player in Jimmy Butler. They've got the best coach in Eric Spolstra. They've got a bunch of playoff experience on that team up and down the entire roster, even without Tyler Hero. So, man, as this show goes along, I think I'm talking <laughs> myself into a Miami Heat-Los Angeles Lakers final, and then I don't know which direction I'm going. My head's going to explode. Yeah, we saw that in the bubble a couple of years ago. It'd be LeBron against his former right. team again. That'd be something. You know, maybe maybe Philadelphia would be that low. Minus one third. Again, you're so right. Like, it kind of just depends on context, right? Like, if Philly, if Philly wins their series in six, Miami wins theirs in five, then maybe it is like a minus 130. If Philadelphia wins it in six and Miami, they have to win it in like seven, then maybe Philadelphia's juiced higher. But... I think you're right, Sean. I think now if Miami wins against the Bucks and the Knicks and they're underdogs in another series, especially against Philadelphia, I, I think there's going to be a lot of money pouring in on the Knicks or, or on well, the well, Heat let me ask you at this. that plus do you, price. Do, do, you, do you think there's any chance that at that point Philadelphia exhales? If they beat Boston in this series, they make it to a conference finals, and then everybody goes, all right, get off Doc's back, get off Embiid's back. I know they haven't done it before, but finally here they are. They've made it to a conference finals, and maybe they exhale and they go, all right, it's good enough. I know this is just stuff sports radio geeks like you and I talk about, but it feels like for Philadelphia, that would be considered a successful season, right? Considering how long the process has been and that we were always talking about the Bucs and the Celtics and nobody really gave them a shot. So if they get there... In Miami, man, Miami just feels like that team that the entire regular season didn't live up to their expectations, didn't have a great regular season record, dealt with a bunch of injuries. But let me ask you this. If we're talking about the Eastern Conference Finals over the last, let's just call it three years, and if experience means anything to you, who's got more experience in the Eastern Conference Finals? The Miami Heat or the Philadelphia 76ers? So I wouldn't think that Philly's going to be a huge favorite if that's the matchup that we end up seeing. And you know where I'm, you know where my money's going, right? Oh, I, I sure do, and I think I'd be right there with you. I really do. Oh, Philadelphia, you do, you do bring up a good point about how people would kind of perceive Philadelphia and how the fans in the city would perceive it, kind of getting past Boston and almost like an exhale and the season maybe kind of being a success. But at the same time, Sean, I think it matters that they're playing the Heat. If they were playing the Bucks and they lost to the Bucks and got by, by Boston, I think people would be like, okay. But now you're going to have home court advantage in that series. You're going up against an eight seed, even though they're not playing like an eight seed. Like, you have to win that series, you know? I, look, we, we both know the city of Philadelphia. Everybody who is in sports or follows sports or watches sports, they know what Philly's like. If they beat Boston, yes, they're going to be thrilled. But then also, if you can't seal the deal and beat Miami, I oh, that's, that's going to be tough. That's going to be a tough pill to swallow. In bigger picture, PJ, it's also a chance for Joel Embiid to go from being the best player in the league and the MVP and the back-to-back leading scorer to being an all-time great. Because I don't, mm-hmm. 
I don't know if you can really be an all-time great if you don't win a championship. No disrespect to Charles Barkley or Carl Malone, but we know that they're they're not on that Mount Rushmore. They might be on that next set of statues, but at some point you have to win a championship, and no matter what you do to prove your greatness. And I was saying earlier to you that it's either Jokic or Embiid if we're starting to list the best players, the most accomplished players in the NBA that don't have a championship. The second half of this game that's going on right now and then if Philly can somehow pull off one more win, you tell me. It feels like this is Embiid's shot, right? He's been injured basically his entire career. He had to miss that entire first season. Since we heard about the process, it's been Ben Simmons. It's been Markel Fultz. It's been this guy and that guy, and it's been all kinds of coaching changes. The second half of this game and the rest of the season, this feels like a real shot for Joel Embiid to change the overall way that people look at him in his entire career. Not just this season, but if he's able to win a championship this year and it feels like this is his shot, Embiid all of a sudden becomes an all-time great. No, it's I mean, you're definitely right. Let me ask you, which NBA Finals matchup would you prefer to see? Would you rather see Lakers, Celtics, everything that comes with that? Obviously, the rivalry between those two teams, LeBron back in the Finals. Or would you rather see Philadelphia versus Denver and you get the two MVPs going at it, and the winner of that series, whoever wins the finals, really kind of cements their legacy. The LeBron Bowl seems a little tasty to me, right? Like if you can get Miami mm-hmm. versus Los Angeles, but it doesn't really matter what I think. What do you think the league wants, PJ? Like what do you think, what series would have the most eyeballs oh. on it? It has to be Boston, L.A., right? Has to be. With I mean, it would be New York and L.A. if the Knicks can somehow come back. I think that would be the big well, thing. But okay. real, realistically well, speaking, easy. I think it would, be, it would be Boston. It would be Boston. Yeah. It would be a great series, Man. too. That's the one that at this point, I think, yeah. Everybody, if they had their way, that's probably the one that they're hoping to see with all the stars. It's just crazy to me that we're sitting here right now talking about the Lakers. Potentially, we wake up tomorrow being not just the team that people are talking about, but being the actual favorite on Bet MGM, And I think that our guest is making Same. some really good points. It, you've got to pay that Lakers tax. The same way you have to pay a Notre Dame football tax. The same way you have to pay a Kentucky basketball tax or a Yankees tax. That's just how mm-hmm. it goes. But let me ask you, at this point, isn't it kind of worth it? Like, doesn't it feel like the Lakers are kind of the team you should be putting your money on, you know, if you're trying to make some money? For me, it does. I know a lot of the basketball people like Joe, they're really high on Denver, and they're still a believer in Denver, but I'm kind of with you. Like, as as long as there's a plus money next to the Lakers, like, I think I'm intrigued personally. That's, That's the way I feel, as long as there is a plus money. So I know how much you like Miami, and you like the Lakers as well. I'm looking, Sean, right now, instead of taking... Miami to win the finals at 18-1. You could take the Heat to beat the Lakers as as an exact outcome at 40-1. You could play around with that a little bit. I don't know if my brass is that big. I don't think it is. Not that big. I'd like to lie to you, but I don't think it is. 